Uno. <laughs> Dos. Catorce. You're always trying to incite my Bono I rage. I bring it up. Fucking Bono rage. So all the listeners know <clears throat> that Ashley hates Bono, yeah. right? Yeah. And <sighs> I hate Nirvana. So. Yeah, and Jim was wearing a Nirvana I, shirt. I almost wanted to bring it up. I was like, oh. I don't want to, like, as a joke. I forgot. I, yeah, I didn't want to. I didn't wanna, put like, it together. Upset. I don't know. I didn't want to be rude. Yeah, that it wasn't the doors. Yeah. I feel like bad. all of our guests should come wearing Doors t-shirts or just or yeah. something that's yeah. going to at least mildly enrage one of you. Yeah, that's really mm-hmm. the goal. Yeah. Hello. Hi. Hi. Are we good? Are we going? Are we recording? We're recording. Oh. Oh. Hi. Oh, hey. Didn't hey see there. you there. Didn't see you there in our, yeah. In our like. professionally set up recording <laughs> studio where we've all been waiting yes. for the record button to we be pressed. I'm so surprised. Tom does a thing where he doesn't tell us when we start recording and we never know. It's a he real just, power grab it is. happening over here. It is. <laughs> and then he pretends like he can't hear us sometimes. Because he has headphones on. But then, so I'm like, oh, can he not hear us? And then he's like, like literally what's in the headphones is our voices. Yeah. I yeah. thought he was like watching YouTube or something. No. Yeah. Well, probably. He's probably watching car shows on his computer or his phone or something. <laughs> um, so, hey, everyone. Welcome Hello. to Gig Tales Podcast. Gig Tales, the podcast yeah. where you tell us your stories yeah. of live performances uh-huh. and then we tell them back to you. Yeah. And we also tell you ours. Yeah. Live performances. Gigs. And gigs. Dance recitals still want more of those please <laughs> i keep saying it it's like a real pull for for our dance recital stories i could probably dig some up please do i you know i was at my parents house i mean um, we should just have al on I, <laughs> my dad probably has all the videos from all my dance recitals i was at my parents house recently and they're like you know cleaning things out and they had my dance um it's not a costume, but it was like the, like the suit that we wore to competitions and like backstage. That's like the windbreaker material oh suits. My so it's Atlanta. like the pants and the jacket, and we all had to have like the matching. And they're so expensive. Yeah. Like, and they all have to. Have, they had our name on it uh, on the arm. They have like yeah. the studio, the dance studio name yeah. on the back and everything. They're like, "Do you want this? Like, what? Why would I ever?" To like put on be tank? Like a, well, no, I was like older. It was from oh. probably, yeah, it's like real human sized. Oh, okay. like they're like maybe like a <laughs> so Halloween, tank. Halloween costume, <laughs> <laughs> a Halloween costume or something. But my mom was then, she was telling Tom like stories of the dance recitals. And I guess I didn't remember this, but there was one where they wanted everyone to have their hair curled and yeah. like ringlet. Cause like, you know, you have to have your hair in certain ways. Yeah. But the, the, just the choice, the hairstyle for this certain number was like ringlet curls, which is how my hair is, is. naturally. Yeah. But they wanted everyone to pay for and buy like these extension things that like basically were like the elastic. So mm-hmm. it would look like make your ponytail look like the ringlets. Yeah. And my mom was like, no, like that's her fucking hair, normal hair. hair. Yeah. Like just put her hair in a ponytail. So just like all the crazy shit that like, yeah. Dance moms. I know. It's all crazy. Right. So with us today, anyway. we have a very special guest, yes. my friend and mine, Laura Fry. Oh my God. Thank you. Teacher, <laughs> singer, child wrangler, regular cheer, human, yeah. cheer member, <laughs> aunt, <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm a very famous aunt. To very to prominent aunt. Yes, yes, prominent aunt, prominent feminist. Here I am. Yeah. Who we have brought with us today to tell us what I have been craving. Yeah. I mean, you can tell us anything you want, but I want to hear those teacher 
music teacher stories. I will have to find some. There are a lot of reasons why Laura should be on this podcast. (laughs) And I actually believe that she has a list prepared. I do. Every single time I listen to this, I keep a little memo on my phone because, you know, I I can't stop. (laughs) Uh, And so I said, oh, there's too many reasons for me to be on this podcast. So I said, okay, I'm going to start writing them down. So I am a Minnesota aunt or aunt or yes. aren't, uh, whatever we're calling it these days. Because you lived in Minnesota. Because I yeah. went to college in Minnesota. And nice. you are going to be an aunt. Uh, yes, I am. Actually, oh, we're all aunts. Oh, yeah, yeah, congrats. And like, woohoo. Mm-hmm. Future aunt, current Minnesota old lady. Um, <laughs> so uh, me and Nate Ramsire and um, mm-hmm. have a lot in common in yes. that topic. Yeah. Uh, I am obsessed with Sarah Bareilles. So yes. every time, Ashley, you talk about Sarah Bareilles, <gasps> I like fangirl a little bit. She's a mm-hmm. recurring character on this. She is, mm-hmm. basically. I can't even, like, anybody who knows me knows that if I ever am asked, Ugh. like, who's your favorite singer? It's mm-hmm. just an immediate answer. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the favorite concert that I've ever been to was Sarah Bareilles at this small <gasps> concert oh. where it was at BU, but it wasn't at Aganis. It was at, like, their mm-hmm. smaller auditorium. I love was that. Was it the, 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 the BU Theater? Oh, I have no idea. Oh, Ari a has... Theater? No, the Butt Heater. <laughs> <laughs> that's Ari. Ari's like the view theater looks like Stop the butt heater. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> I want to meet the, the person who named that place. <laughs> sure. And bow down and swear allegiance to Or them. it's a giant missed opportunity to emphasize how funny that is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was right <laughs> after the marathon bombings in Boston. Oh, man. And so she showed up. It's 2013. It's this, like, maybe 250-seat theater, wow. like, tiny. And it was a one-woman show. She just showed up with herself and oh, a bunch of instruments. Yes. Um, and she showed up and said, That I was, like, was it the bra- Brave Tour? No, she did, it, it, was it wasn't a main a main tour. She okay. was in Boston. She did that. She did yeah. like a solo yeah. tour. She, yes. It was this was maybe like the first of that. Like she was thinking about doing that, and oh, she tried it out in cool. Boston. It was only announced on her fan pages. Oh, wow. Like mm. yeah, she cool. and she looked around and was like, oh, I know you're you're all hurting right now. Like thank Aww. you for coming out. She sang Imagine, <gasps> acapella. I just got chills. And everybody in the entire theater was just weeping. Oh, yeah. It was like the most cathartic experience of my life. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I'm obsessed. I could go oh, on for an God. entire podcast, but I won't. Um, <laughs> and the other thing I wrote down was, like Terry, I hate people. Mm, I and like hate Ashley, them. I hate clapping. <laughs> so so I, I am needed to, to be on this podcast. <laughs> Do you have any rules I to contribute it. to the clapping manifesto? It's yeah. only two and four. If yeah. you are clapping on one and three, I, as a music teacher, feel that I have not done my job. Have, right. Are you caught up enough to hear my most recent edition, which is at Arena Rock? It oh. doesn't fucking matter. Oh, no. And all rules <laughs> are out the window. Oh, it's the Phantom. <laughs> it's, it's, I didn't, you also have a ghost in your house who's very against clapping. The Phantom of the Ice Maker. Oh, my God. Oh, hold on. He's knocking on one and three. Yeah. He's knocking on one and three. So you need a new fridge. So my <laughs> new rule is when you're at an arena concert, which obviously isn't an ideal setting mm-hmm. to be at a concert, but, you know, if you go to see Sarah Bareilles, she's going to be at the Aganis. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't get around that in a lot of scenarios. Right. So my rule for that is it doesn't fucking matter because, you know, right. fucking Brendan it's Fraser is going to be there. Clap. Like, <laughs> Yeah. It's one big clap. It's one big basically. Yeah. <laughs> it's, you're just making noise at that point. <laughs> okay. Clapping on the and of one and one and yeah. the and of two. Yeah. <laughs> but by the time it travels to the other side of the arena, like, right. do you do you <laughs> clap 
where like the time uh, is like on two and four where like your ac- hands are actually coming together. Oh shit. But by shit. the time the clap travels. Now we're dealing with acoustics and science, like- science and sound waves and it's just <laughs> too much. I have an easier answer. Stop clapping. Just listen. <laughs> Sit in silence. Just don't clap. Okay. My rule at theater, theater, what the fuck am I talking about? <laughs> my rule for arena concerts is it doesn't matter. No, of course I, not. I, I yeah. There's it. a certain number of pe- people in the audience where you just, it, you just nothing matters anymore. You don't, you just, also don't matter. Yeah. Like a show, you are insignificant. People. Thanks for buying a ticket. Yeah, basically. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, the man. Earth will die in the inevitable heat death of the sun. Yes. <laughs> Have some apple cider donuts. <laughs> this is what it's like living with me. I would also like to. <laughs> You're like doomsday prepping oh and my God. taking pictures of dogs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's her. That's her subtitle. <laughs> Terry Sly. Doomsday prepper. Doomsday Com. prepper. <laughs> Taking pictures of dogs. dog photographer. I yes. love it. Yes. Amateur dog photographer. <laughs> yeah. Do it for free like this podcast. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, all right. So wait. Down Laura, to business. I think, okay, yeah. So I, I know you have tales to get into. I oh, do. yeah. But Laura, it's also worth saying, yeah. was there for German donkey electrocution. I was. I had forgotten a little and that I, just, I had been there. I just had to pull up a picture but I saw the to prove to her. That I was indeed present. Terry pulled up the picture that we used for that episode, and she's like, "The hand in the picture—that's your hand." It's like, oh, okay. I'm angry. Yeah, no, she was. She was enraged. You didn't really sound like that. Um, I gave I, you. Like I a clearly weird... was had wiped that from my brain. It was a very traumatic experience Maybe you or something. Got electrocuted. Maybe too. I did, and that's why I don't remember. Ooh, Ooh. I like that. <laughs> Maybe everyone had like electroshock therapy and you just happen to remember Remember. one little piece of it. Now it's conspiracy. This (gasps) goes all the way to the top. Oh, boy. I love a good conspiracy theory. Of course, because you're a doomsday prepper. Right. True. True. They took us and the Chior over to Germany to wipe our memories. So now what do you remember now that this this has been uncovered by Terry? There there are so many tales from that. So here's the thing. I am not a a music gigger in Mm -hmm. the same way that I feel like you are Ashley I sure. am a teacher yeah I'm I do the cheer game that's the toughest by the way music teacher is the toughest music gig out there uh, yeah I, mean, I did it a for job. a hot minute yeah. and it is not like wrangling yeah. human yes. children like it's thank you for what you do oh, and congrats for still being alive because yeah. that's really really hard work hold on what about the person who recorded the barking dogs Christmas album <laughs> I mean <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that was that was more of a take a step back and think about your life <laughs> position than a good job you yes, position. Yes, I agree. I agree. Um, so I have less of the like funny stories with audience and more of just sure. weird. Yeah, I want yeah. it. Give me yes, it. That ha- yes. Okay. Yeah, we're sick of my so, shit with so drunk I'll tell, people. So well, someone was drunk. Oh, I Big love deal. stories about drunk people. Yeah. Though. That's great. I've Are there very few kids? of those? <laughs> Maybe once or twice, Maybe. but that's besides the fact. Um, so. The, that Germany trip was incredible. It was not it was great. student involved, but it, with thinking back, it was like, that was an incredible that was a great experience trip. to be mm-hmm. on. But you left out a story that was like my favorite story Go from on. that German tour. Yeah. And it was... See, Terry um, had, re- had not remembered this because it was... Because you had been from my electrocuted and sick and it was yeah. fine. Um, so we, our final stop on the tour was in Leipzig, mm-hmm. which was my favorite place on the whole tour. Yeah, um, that was awesome. A city like filled with music, like the whole city. And Bach's dead body. Oh, yeah. I mean, yes. Mm-hmm. We sang in some Bach standing around Standing Bach. over his grave. Yeah, it was yeah. intense. Like morbid, but Yeah, cool. it, but also like 
very emotional. Very was, emotional. Yeah. I cried. I know. And I, was I with don't you. cry. You stepped back into that church after and started weeping and you were like, what is happening? What is happening to me? <laughs> wow. yeah. Oh, doctor, my eyes are wet. <laughs> Help. What is this <laughs> leaking from my eyes? I have a leaking from my eyes and a oh pain God. in my stomach that I can't explain. And I'm not watching a sad dog commercial. Right. Yeah, what is this shit? Yeah. <laughs> um, so in Leipzig, we did, on that tour, we did have a lot of free time which they would never give the children of, of the choir tours, no. I'm sorry, choir tours. But, no. uh, <laughs> but for adults, they were, you know, we would meet for a rehearsal and then be like, okay, see you here tomorrow at yeah. 2 PM. Mm-hmm. So there was some, some drunken shenanigans that went down on our behalf. Um, and so there was an evening that we had free. We went to a, um, a beer garden in Leipzig and it was packed with people and we all had many a drink and then decided to find karaoke. And so uh, of course, whoever had a working key. phone, which was not me at the time, because I think you it know, was Nick. It had he to have been the, Nick. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I've, I've acquired three hotspots. Well, because it was <laughs> Nate's idea yeah. because Nate is a karaoke fiend. Right. So, um, right. so he decided to find karaoke. Nick was helping. Next thing I know, we're into taxis, mm-hmm. just going to some place, mm-hmm. which then brought us to an empty parking lot. Mm-hmm. Come to find out it had moved. Anyway, we <laughs> end up at this. <laughs> we end up at this, um, underground. Yeah. Like it was bunker. very, oh no this kind of yeah but it was packed to the brim and the place was called das kakadu which is the cockatoo in german wow and it was a karaoke bar packed to the brim with people like shoulder to shoulder there's no way a fire code would allow this there's one door and it's all the way over there There like at one point i realized how far back into the place i was and how far away the door was instant panic very panicked and upset Mm -hmm. there was a whole soccer team that showed up carrying their trophy like it was a very strange event so we're there at midnight and this like german girl that we had kind of made friends with in the in the frau if you will (laughs) um like took her drink and like placed her hand over the top of it and looked at us and kept putting her hand over the top of her glass and we were like like, what is she doing because you're gonna get roofied you american something maybe So I'm like, I don't know what's happening. Nate was up there singing New did. York, New York a la Frank Sinatra. Yeah, they needed someone to sing yeah. New York, New York at midnight because that was like the... It, it was, was a tradition, apparently. It was a tradition. It was supposed to be like a New Year So then thing. as soon as it gets And he to was be the midnight, only one who who knew it. No one else could sing it. Suddenly there's Supposedly. confetti. They, pick that they pretend so that like every night is New Year's. Yeah. And so she was telling us to cover, cover our, drinks our drinks because there was about to be confetti, confetti. flying through the air. Oh. And she didn't want us to get confetti in our drinks. How nice. I'm thinking like, roofied. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know. Maybe there were drugs Optimism. on the confetti. Oh, that would be something. Um, it was the single weirdest, trippiest yeah. bar wow. event that, that we experienced that whole time. That was bizarre. And then there was some friends fountain dancing on the way home. Yeah, they yeah, had like a fountain was, there. Yeah. Wow. And six of us got arrested. <laughs> so <laughs> that's how that story ends. Wow. Um, yeah. Do you have any teaching related stories for I us? do. Um, I did a whole lot of, of Chior stories that back in my college days too that maybe I'll share one of those too but the the Gig Tales school edition yes. as I'd like to call it. Yes. Um, I'll tell you a Christmas themed one. How about that? Heck okay. yeah. Oh yeah. So what December. age group do you so teach? So for nine years mm-hmm. I taught in a high school. Okay. And so I had a select choir that was all um, 10 through 12 graders. Okay. So it was about 25 kids. Mm-hmm. So I was 22. It was my first year teaching. Oh my God. And it was my first field trip oh, with the children. Lord. <laughs> because I walked into a place where they did this tradition of 
uh, caroling for the holidays. Mm -hmm. So we'd learn like 25 or 30 Christmas carols Mm -hmm. and Jewish songs anyway, and go out to places throughout Boston, throughout where the town that I taught in and, um, just Christmas Carol and get the school's name out and, and Hannah yeah. Carol. Hannah Carol. <laughs> I like that a lot. Carol. Why did oh, we here never comes think Hannah of Carol. that? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Carol. Someone's name is like Hannah Carol, and <laughs> we are gonna hashtag the shit oh, out of this person. So oh, yeah. sorry for her. So <laughs> it's the first time that we are leaving the town that we we were in to go Carol. And we were going to the state house in Boston to okay. sing on the like grand staircase. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a connection there. So it was kind of a big deal. Like everybody looked nice. We're ready to go. Yeah. It was the first time I, as an adult, kind of like barely. Yeah. yeah. Literally yeah. barely. I got an on the bus in the legal sense of yeah. the yeah. term. I got on the bus and realized that I was waiting for someone to tell us that we could go. And I was like, Oh no, it's I'm me. Oh, I'm the human. Okay. Uh, we should leave now, sir. Thank you very much. So I have 30 ish kids on the bus. They're all super <laughs> oh. excited. Any other adults? No, <gasps> we have a full size <laughs> school bus for no reason. It's just what was available. Yeah. This is important for part of the story later on. Oh, God. So we're on the way. And of course we're going up 95 and we're stuck in traffic. So now it's, you know, 930 in the morning yeah. and we're on 95 and we're Ugh. sitting in traffic and I'm watching the time tick by being like, oh, oh my God. we're going to be late. We're going to be late. We're going to be late. I don't know how this is going to work. We're going to be late. And then realizing there's absolutely nothing that is helping about me sitting there and being stressed and sweating about it. So, yeah. OK, we're going to get there when we get there. It's fine. Wow. Give me some of that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's important. When, th- when there's 30 yeah. children who can see if you're freaking out or not, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was wet, <laughs> um, wet to the touch. We wore these like big fleeces as part of our like costume, costume, <laughs> uniform thing we wore. Anyway, yeah. so we get into Boston, we get into like Chinatown area, trying to get over to mm. the state house and it becomes immediately apparent that this bus driver has absolutely no oh, idea where he's going. No. Of course. He is a rather old human who had printed out MapQuest directions on a piece of paper. Um, Oh my God. And this was, you know, 2008. So it was, it was, it was past that time really for most people. Um, and, uh, like I didn't even, I immediately knew, Oh God, this is going to go very bad. Mm -hmm. So he pulls uh, to like the back entrance of the state house and there's not (laughs) even a public entrance there. It's like where the, where the staff can go in with their cards. And I was like, there's no like walkway around. I was like, sir, we really have to go to the front. Yeah. I'm not going to traipse 30 kids through an alley. Like that's not, so (laughs) can you find us the front entrance? Not again, not after the last time. I mean, (laughs) so, uh, I said, can you, can you find us my teaching license yet? (laughs) Yeah. It's been just just a few months. Like give me a minute. Yeah. So he pulls down one of the streets like behind Beacon Hill. I've never even like been over there. Anyway, he goes up this, side street mm, no, no 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 and as no. soon as he puts on his blinker i'm like no 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 this is a bad choice it's one oh, of those no. boston streets that was never meant for vehicles of any kind yeah. let alone a full-size school bus oh, no. and there are parked cars on either side no no, no. and he says this should be a good idea and just continues so he goes and it's straight up it's like a 45 degree angle hill oh and it's december I was like, this is the worst thing he could have done right now. Oh, gosh. Yeah. And he's going like five miles an hour so that he doesn't scratch the cars on either side. Oh, my God. He gets to the top of the hill, and then he has to make a 90-degree left turn. Well, hold on. 
we're in a full-size school bus and there's buildings in the way. So now he has to do about an 8,000 point turn <laughs> to get himself. Have you seen that scene in Austin Powers <laughs> where he gets stuck yes. with the little golf cart? That's mm-hmm. exactly what happened. I'm in physical pain this listening to this. So awful. Oh. So we have gone up this hill. We are now turning around. People are emerging from buildings to oh, like yeah. try to Total. help. Yeah. And it's all the so kids know how stressed I am and they are sitting in silence. and just watching me I was like okay at least they know that I'm about to lose my mind so then we continue and then what do you know we have to make another 90 degree (laughs) left turn to get out of the hill (sighs) to get out of this neighborhood and now I am just full-blown panic attack because now we're late and this is still happening so I run to the front of the bus you know three seats forward and I say you're going to go to the bottom of this hill you're going to take a right you're going to go up to this street let's do it right now please get there as quickly as you can all right turn right here you go you're going to live park right here wait for us 25 minutes we'll see you then kids let's go and I was full business mode the children were terrified of me be full of joy (laughs) literally sing ding dong merrily on high now oh my god so we get on the bus it was a lovely performance I faked my way through thank goodness I have some acting experience because I was like hi Mm -hmm. selectman very nice to meet you hi state representative (laughs) we get back on the bus to go home and i'm just like in the post panic attack like the adrenaline come wears (sighs) off the come down down. Mm -hmm. oh my god and and the kids are like can we laugh about that yet (laughs) (laughs) is it funny yet or not yet i was like not yet we got to get back first they were like okay (laughs) that was the first time i took but you made it oh yeah they They weren't late the actual we were late yeah the actual gig itself was great we had people come listen and think it was wonderful and like they didn't know you were late they did a little like a little yeah but they did not understand what i was yeah what i what had transpired what had transpired and what my body had just gone through in this stressful situation they thought the like the crazy eight thousand point turn thing was hilarious oh yeah and i was like (laughs) waiting for the lawsuit that's about to happen because we're gonna hit somebody or something and Yeah. yeah children injured oh wow. boy but then we would do like maybe uh between 15 and 20 performances every december wow for what? all That's the mm-hmm. holy shit i know oh. at like town events at meetings at and all the exclusively like exclusively use that driver <laughs> <laughs> i literally called the company the next day and was like listen yeah buy him a gps yeah because Never again. Yeah. I know I'm some nobody, but please take my word for it. But I don't want to be a dead nobody. Oh my God. It was so crazy. A sued nobody. Yeah. Yeah. That was the first gig I ever had with children. You know what? That that's a good way to start. Because then you can only go up. You can only go up or like that's the baseline. The gig was good. Yeah. Like it was fine. Oh yeah. Yeah. We've done we've done crazy things. And almost all of my weird gigs had holiday themes at that school because mm. there were so many of them it's holidays it is oh, and we are that. in the holiday oh, I love season this. Mm. look at that yeah. oh so ready We're so on theme we did we we won a contest this things were weird um <laughs> channel <laughs> channel five did like a contest where they were like submit your school choir singing a holiday song and be part of our like holiday lights program okay somebody told Here. me about it on the day it was due of course. And I was like, always cool. Uh, whatever. You're like, I've been preparing for this my whole life. So we literally just, I took <laughs> out my phone. Every teacher I did every project for last minute, my Pro- whole life. Procrastination pays. It does. You heard it here. You did not hear it from <laughs> kids, me though. Kids. Unless you're in, um, uh, you know, you, you're in, in one of your classes and yeah. you yeah. don't want your kids to yeah. procrastinate. I kind of understand it sometimes, yeah. but I also don't agree with homework. <laughs> 
So, ooh, let's get into that after you tell this. Oh, story. sure. Um, so somebody told me about it the day it was due. I was like, well, whatever. Mm-hmm. We have all these holiday carols. Let's let's yeah. pull one of them out and just. Sure. I literally pulled out my phone, uh-huh. recorded them. They also happened to be dressed. It was like a spirit day at school, so everybody was in like crazy apparel. I was like, oh. they're gonna think we're absolutely crazy, but whatever. We submitted it and we won. Nice. <laughs> I was like, okay. Cool. So we were on Channel 5's broadcast mm-hmm. of the like tree lighting that they do cool. from Boston Common. Oh, no way. Little did I know what I was getting myself into. I thought we were just going to show up for this evening event and sing our carol and like, fa la la. No, no. <laughs> it was sponsored <laughs> by Broadway. I think it's a new rule that yeah. for the whole holiday season, instead of saying like, blah, yeah, blah, yeah. 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 And you know, follow la la. Fun, fun tip. I do that already. <laughs> You're you. welcome. Thank you for that. <laughs> so um, it was sponsored in part by Broadway in Boston. Okay. So the show Matilda, which is a mm-hmm. musical, was yeah. coming to Boston in the spring and had sponsored this whole event. So they said, no, no, we want you to perform this carol, but we also want you to perform with the cast of Matilda on Broadway and like be the ensemble for this Mm -hmm. number. And I was like, oh, that's much cooler than I thought it was. Okay, great. So the whole lead up to the process was um, Skype, like voice lessons with the like music director. We had to like record all these backing tracks to make sure that they were up to par. Like it was, it was a very intense process, but the kids were stoked. Yeah. Yeah. And I went to my, my principal at the time and said, Hey, I'm going to get your school featured on local news. Yeah. I just need this much money, please. And he was perfectly willing to do it. I framed it like that. So, um, day before or a couple days leading up, there's all these details. There's all these final things that the, people want us to do we have to make sure we're looking good and whatever so to get us in the holiday spirit i have a student who fired the ugly kids i absolutely (laughs) did no they just had to hire replacements and so get some pretty kids and you guys sing off stage stage. Mm -hmm. yeah full milli vanilli the situation on college day that's fine that's exactly a milli vanilli christmas to you (laughs) let's make that special right now (laughs) screw this podcast (laughs) (laughs) screw this podcast we haven't, we haven't quit in a while, so do they, yeah. to, we're we're about do for here's, yeah. your, here's your holiday quitting time. A yeah. very Millie Vanilli Christmas. Are they dead though? Didn't Millie Vanilli die? It, it's two oh, people. Two yeah. Right. Did they, they jump off a bridge didn't together? Didn't they both die? <laughs> I don't know. I don't okay. Know well, well, anyway, keep telling team. your story. Um, Jesus. Hank, get on that. Yeah. Follow la. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> so um, day before, one of the students in the group is like, you know, let's let's get into this. Let's get excited. He brings in cookies. Very adorable. So we go to start rehearsal that day. <laughs> oh, no. Ashley and I just immediately looked at each other like, where is this going? Um, oh, God. I'm like squirming. Yeah, yeah, I know. He neglected to mention that those cookies had peanut butter in them. Oh, I thought you were going to say LSD. No, 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 no. It was a very, very angelic group of humans. But What's he, wrong with LSD? Like mo- only monsters do yeah, LSD? I'm on LSD right now. Just well, kidding. Then. I won't even take Tylenol. <laughs> So um, the the one child in the group that had a deathly allergic uh, reaction to peanuts was stupid enough. uh, He's a great kid, but he was stupid enough to not ask before he put a piece of food in his mouth. And they smelled so it was just peanut butter cookies. They didn't have anything else in them. 
Like you would think he just smell. brought in a jar of peanut, peanut butter, butter and a spoon. Oh my God, he might as well have. So he takes this fucking cookie and just shoves it down his gullet. And I'm like, so I, I had turned around for 10 seconds. And he's 15. It's not like, yeah, you're not like he's a six-year-old. Six. Yeah. <laughs> I look around. I'm like, Zach, did you just eat that stupid cookie? And those were the exact words that came out of my mouth. And he goes, yeah. I was like, EpiPen, nurse, go. And he was like, Oh God, he takes his EpiPen. He spent the night in the hospital. <gasps> he needed four EpiPens. What? Wow. And a round of steroids because that is how deathly allergic he is oh to peanuts. God. And it happened on my watch. Did his throat close up? Oh yeah. By the time, well, he had to go in an ambulance to yeah. the hospital because his mom worked like four towns over. Oh my That's God. Yeah. Horrifying. Well, good. I mean, like good yeah. thing you saw it and oh, noticed yeah. it yeah. as quickly as you did. Yeah. Put two and two together. Terrifying. Wow. So then the next day, we have this whole thing on Channel 5. And I'm like, well, Zach's not going to be there. Oh, well, it's fine. No, no. He shows up because his mom doesn't want him to miss it. So then we have this agreement that, like, if he starts to react again, I have to call an ambulance wow. to Boston Common. I was you don't like, have enough to, like, worry about. Exactly. Because I'm, alive. it's, you know, 30 kids and me as the only yeah. adult. Yeah. I was like, this is obscene. He should just stay home. And the mom was like, no, he's going to be really upset. I was like, God forbid he's upset. Well, all right, come on over. <laughs> oh, no, my kid is he, sad. He ended up being fine. He looked a puffy mess on that broadcast, but whatever. Wow. He became Mr. Peanut but we were. It was nuts. <laughs> it Suddenly was a nuts. top hat appeared they on his head. They allowed him. They weren't like, sorry, you got to get rid of the puffy kid. Yeah, no, they allowed him. It was so oh, really ruining our aesthetic. Which, it was a lovely, again, the gig itself. Yeah. Very fun. It Good. was very involved. It was like a weird look into how Broadway productions work. And yeah. we got to do a song with their little mm-hmm. Matilda. And yeah. they gave us free tickets when it came back in March or whatever. Oh, cool. Yeah, it was awesome. But why... Did that have to be the day? Yeah. Of the we cookie. had the cookie incident mm. of whatever year it was. Yeah, of course. Really? And again, yeah. I feel like my job is easy because for the most part, they're they're forward thinking human beings. Right. I don't teach the littles. Right. The like right. five, six, yeah. seven year olds. Yeah, I could never. There's just babysitting, right? Yeah, basically. My coworker said something really funny to me the other day that I forget why we got on the topic of going to like... Um, uh, ch- uh, sorry, school children's recitals yeah. and band concerts and stuff. I can't mm. remember how that came up, hmm. but because I don't tell them about this podcast, I'm like, I don't want them to listen and know. <laughs> wow, <laughs> I don't know. What they're, are you, Nate? They're a very. Who are you, Nate? Are you <laughs> sorry? Zip. <laughs> it's me, Nate, wearing uh, a Terry suit. Does anybody have a pina colada? <laughs> um. I don't know. They're a very straight laced group of people okay. and I don't think right. they have the same sense of humor. Sure. So I'm not, I don't think they'd hate me or anything, but, yeah. um, but she said something about, she was like, you know, my son is in, um, so he's eight and he's in the choir. He's in the school chorus and we go to the concert. So it's the chorus and the band. And it's like, I, I think it's like three through eight or something like that. Cause he goes to a private school and she goes, and you know, I like listening to the kids sing. She goes, but the band, Oh God. <laughs> She goes, it's horrific. And I didn't know. Aww. And I was like, yeah, the band sucks. The band doesn't get good for a long time. Yeah, and yeah. I said, what are the, that's when I asked her, what are the um, grades? And she said, well, it's three to eight. I said, oh, no, no, <laughs> no, no, no. You don't even get into moderately no. okay sounding yeah. band until high school. No. And even then even it can then. be torture. Yeah. At my current school, we don't start instruments until fifth grade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, well, I think it's just, she said sixth, seventh and eighth grade band. Oh yeah. yeah. But like, she was like, the band is it's 
horrible. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I can't even tolerate it. I said, neither can those kids' parents. Yeah. Trust me. I was in the I was in that band. Yeah. 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 We all were. They hate it. Yeah. 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 I assure yeah. you. Yeah. High Terrible. school, you'll be like, oh, they're better. Yeah. yeah. No, my, my sister teaches K-2 music. Ugh. And my brother-in-law is a beginning band teacher. No. Saints on earth. Bless I tell them on a daily basis, no. I could not do your job. Nope. Mm-mm. Nope. Could not do it. it. You're you're right. Like, Terry, you said it takes a while before you yes. start sounding good. That's so true. Because I, yeah. there's something cute about kids singing, even yeah. if they're bad. Mm-hmm. There is nothing cute about. <laughs> Why is that? Are we just predisposed to liking people's voices more yes. than honks and squeaks? It's yeah. more now. Na- so I think people are just, are like, I always say about, singing like because people ask me can anybody sing can anybody be taught to sing mm-hmm. is it are there people who like will never be able to sing will never and I think that there's like a certain part of it that's innate because we all everyone like you come out of the womb knowing how to use singing. your voice like how to make sounds yeah so everyone can technically like everyone has the instrument and we're using it literally from day one mm-hmm. I'm gonna like so cut this part of the podcast yeah. and play it for my children because oh. I tell them all the time, if people are like, oh, I'm tone deaf, like you are not, no, that's false. Not. Mm-hmm. Because if you were actually tone deaf, you would have no intonation in your speech. Right. You, you hear that, Sean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's true. I mean, there's a lot of like, some people have a little bit more like naturally, um, are, can be a little bit more in tune mm-hmm. or like people have a better like inner ear, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah. Oral skills and abilities like, but everyone can sing. But then you get into like, can I make sounds on a violin? And you're talking about lots of, there's like dexterity that's involved. Mm -hmm. There's other techniques, even rhythm and timing, right. Buzzing into Mm -hmm. a, a, like a brass instrument or like into a, you know, an instrument with a fucking reed, which is like the worst thing in the world. It'll just suck on a wooden anything. I played the oboe for eight years. (laughs) Oh my God. Did you really? Did you not know this? But there's my main instrument. Those those things are not natural. So like you have to learn. So you have to learn. So when kids are singing, and they're in like sixth grade yeah. they've been at least using their voices for like 10 11 years and you've right? been singing but very early on yes kids yeah. sing yeah. a lot of kids almost sing as early as, as early they, as they talk, talk. Yeah. yeah yeah do you have a theory on why like some people can't sing on key as well is that more of like a hearing thing or mm-hmm. like because mm-hmm. I don't think Sean's going to have a problem with me calling out, calling him out, but he <laughs> really can't sing on key. And he's yeah. always like, I'm such a shitty singer. I'm such a shitty singer. I'm like, mm-hmm. you're not. You just have a hard time like hearing keys. Here's an interesting question. Mm-hmm. Can he like match pitch? Like if you sing a note, can he sing it back to you? Yes. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. there are also kids who kids because that's who I work with not yeah. calling Sean a kid there's some human beings who um mm-hmm. are what's called directional singers mm-hmm. so they might not be able to start on the right note but mm-hmm. they can tell when the notes go up and when it goes down he can do that but it's like so say we're both singing like the simplest song yep. you know just off the top of my head deck the halls with boughs of holly fa la 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 and I would go tis the mm-hmm. season and but he might go like tis yeah like he can't mm. I'm not trying to make fun of him. I'm just saying like he's aware he has a hard time with it. And that's something that's so I've tried to like explain to him how to do it, but I can't then. So Mm -hmm. here's the flip side of it. I cannot explain it. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I don't know. Here's the note. Sing the note. Like, cause it's natural for you. I don't know why. Yeah. How come some people can do it and some people can't. I'd like to think of it as practice. Like you've, you've been singing actively for a lot of your life. Sean has not spent his time focusing on matching pitch and singing yeah, to things true. and thinking about it. No, How many he little was in kids? A choir. He was in his church choir since he was like yeah, I don't know, church choirs though. Six, mm. seven, or eight. 
Well, he was kind of in a, I'm not going to name drop here, but yeah. he was in a very prominent Catholic school. He uh-huh. went to a Catholic school in Boston where yeah. like that was a, that was a big, big deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And he's like from a Catholic family. They went to church and they did the church choir, all the, I don't know. I just, mm. that's something that's very hard for me to wrap my head around. Yeah. Right. But singing in a group is, mm. it's mm. like you, he, even at concerts, right? When artists like sing along or whatever, they can have like a part of the audience sing a part and another part of the audience mm-hmm. sing another part. It's like a, you can do like a beautiful, like, three-part harmony with a group people in an arena right mm. and everybody it's like when there are more people it's that oh, whole crowd true, thing because yeah. if he has someone else to guide him to like where the starting pitch is or mm-hmm. like if he can hear it i think it has more to do with the inner ear and like how you mm-hmm. hear it and like the aural like a-u-r-a-l like mm-hmm. uh, side of it versus like the singing ability mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, because I then agree. and I think when you can't sing a note, like if you can hear a note and you know what you're supposed to sing, but you can't sing it, it's typically because it's like out of your physical range. Yeah. Which is like not it's your like fault. so much muscle memory I really too. don't like, yeah. you know yeah. how your body is supposed to feel when you sing one of those notes. Yeah. Oh, that's a really good yeah. point. Mm-hmm. That's the practice, the yeah. repetition, like the training part of it, paying attention right. to it. So right? he doesn't have the memory to be like, deck and tis are the same notes. Like it's he so doesn't funny realize too, that. Cause like, yeah. I hope I'm really not calling him out on this one, but we do this goofy thing where we kind of like, write silly songs around the house yeah i mean we all do do that (laughs) but and he does he puts on kind of like a voice and i put on a voice too Mm -hmm. and when he does that he can sing yeah like he can like keep hitting yeah he can sing on key Uh because it's within his range and he's making it up yeah and like yeah I don't know. Because he's not yeah. thinking about it either. So it's like, totally ear-related because then when he's right. just like doing it silly. Yeah. Yeah. He's, mm. yeah. Tom is similar. Sometimes like wherever he starts singing a song, he'll like, he <laughs> like the directional thing, right? Yeah. Like he can go up and down. Intervals are typically like pretty accurate, right? But if he start wherever he starts, like, so if he starts like off, then he's off. Right. But sometimes they'll start so off. I'm like, Oh, you were so off. You were a harmony. Like that was kind of nice. Like sometimes it's like a beautiful, like little third. And I'm like, Oh, it's like accidental harmony is sometimes my favorite. I kind of liked that. Accidental harmony this fall on (laughs) CBS. Thanks. Aziz. And then I was like, I don't know. I'm in this choir and I can't sing. Aziz. He's always making a comeback on this show. Oh my God. We got, we got way into, a conceptual it's true but the, yeah. i think the point is like literally every, ev- everyone can everyone sing can mm-hmm. yes yeah. your voice might not sound nice that's tone and that's a whole other thing that's a whole yeah that's, yes. that's subjective as yes. well so mm-hmm. there's that whole i always thing. tell my students i'm the professional here mm-hmm. i get to decide who can sing and who can't that's right. and so my answer and you is, can't timmy everyone can <laughs> you can't puffy peanut butter boy <laughs> get off the you stage are, you're you not what not we call welcome here. television <laughs> material oh my yeah. God. okay <laughs> It's actually uh, very good. And do you have any other? <laughs> oh, I know. Do you have any Poor other fucking guy. nightmares for us? <laughs> I'm trying to think of other school school edition. You don't uh, have to go school. Yeah, do you have any chores? Yeah, oh well, here's the thing. I went to a uh, very choir focused college. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. Um, so, oh my gosh, you went to I'm so University in Minnesota. I keep in the exactly, popular yeah. Chior University. Chior University, University was the actual title. They spelled it wrong. Yeah, they, it's yeah. So I went to the yeah. Chior University. The <laughs> top three of the top ten, ten. of the bottom oh. seven. Um, so can we tell that? I don't know that story well enough to tell it. I do. Okay, I'm gonna tell it Go as right. you prepare your next one. Go right ahead. The chior that we were a part of, yeah. who our director, I adore beyond all belief. If anyone makes one bad comment, I about don't him, believe you. It's beyond my belief. <sighs> beyond I belief. This, this fall podcast. on CBS. <laughs> um, 
I love that man. If anyone makes even like a side comment about him, I'm like, I will fucking murder you. I've never murdered wow. anyone. Um, it's fierce. He, so we were having our um, annual, it was our Christmas like party. We had a Christmas gathering. We'd get together. We'd just have some light snacks and then we'd do some caroling. Mm-hmm. It was really cute. And yeah. it was like board members and choir members and friends of the group just at his Cambridge home. Mm-hmm. Very nice. So he was making a speech about, and he always makes a speech. Mm-hmm. And this one year he made a speech about how good we are in the Boston area and I'm going to get corrected on this. So please, listener, reach out and give me mail. the exact wording because it's very complicated. <laughs> but he was trying to say how um, prominent we are and how high we're regarded. And he said, our our choir is in the top two groups of the bottom half of the top 10% of Boston <laughs> choirs and all of our like friend group oh who sings in the choir, we all just kind of backed up and just started hard side-eyeing each other and like <laughs> laughing hysterically. Yeah, he well, he really did like feel like he knew a, an exact piece of data. It was unbelievable. It's like the Sex Panther oh, in Anchorman. Like, 60% of the time <laughs> it works every time. Oh, we are the God. Sex Panther. Yeah. <laughs> and nick went back i think and did the math on it and he was like if i break up what he's trying to say i believe what he's trying to say is we are in the top like 20 percent or something like i forget what it was some rank but oh the way he did it it was so beautiful he was very endearing oh i love him so much is is yeah oh yeah he's still (laughs) living yes sorry that sounded so dark so yeah um so there was a lot of cheer yes uh, in my college experience the Chior University. The Chior, um, <laughs> the touring that happened. Touring. Touring. Touring Chior. Yeah, was uh, was in depth. So we would do a big 16-day tour every wow. year. Ugh. Okay. Did you have matching wind suits? Um, even better, <laughs> velvet choir robes. Yes. yes. Did you have to buy curly, bouncy hair extensions? No. So. They were like velour couture ponchos. They, they? Yeah. Oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah. And like big, flowy, <laughs> shapeless. What color were they? Uh, like a dark purple. Ooh. Mm-hmm. But, Majestic. But like Religious. we all had to have the same shoes. They were like, like, they were, um, like one pair of shoes that you had to share. Yeah. It was really <laughs> awkward when you got the day and you were like an inch taller than everybody else. <laughs> really unfortunate. <laughs> Oh, what size shoe do you okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a women's 12. Good luck. <laughs> um, so I have, I do have one story. So we would do a tour that was local in Minnesota and then we would do our big like travel 16 day long, whatever. So we were up in Northern Minnesota, right near where Nate lives mm-hmm. uh, in Brainerd. And it was, backwoods like it was minnesota like i had never seen because i was you know 30 minutes outside of the cities so Mm -hmm. i hadn't i wasn't super familiar with with and it's a different world it's not like when you go 30 minutes outside of boston oh no you're at my house or ashley's house. yeah 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 30 minutes outside of minneapolis was farms nothing Mm -hmm. snow oh look at that a college and then nothing um this was like an hour and a half outside Mm -hmm. of the city and so backwards Canada nothing it, it <laughs> is close so um so we were doing this tour and at night we would have homestays so you wouldn't stay in a hotel you would stay with like members of a church that had like hosted the ah. event 
So we How were always. How many times do I have to tell you this is not a true crime podcast? I'm telling you, it could have been. Jesus. Based on how the story goes and knowing that we are all murderinos, uh, yeah. you're going you're gonna to say, you know, call your dad. So, <laughs> yes. um, I love it. So we did our I'm concert. Here. Then we get paired up with our homestay person. You are at least in a pair, so you're not, like, by yourself with okay. a stranger. Oh, thank God, yeah. Usually you were in fours if they could accommodate, but, like, most people can't accommodate four people sleeping yeah. in their own home. So it was mostly um, duos. And so me and my friend Catherine uh, were shown this elderly man and said, he's your homestay for tonight. No. And we were like, okay, it's Minnesota. You just, like, give it. Everyone's, yeah. Everyone's okay. too nice to say anything. So... Yeah. We're, we go over to his car. Now we have our entire suitcase for the, the full like 16 day tour that we're about to go on. Mm -hmm. So it's just a hassle to like get over to his car. He has a pickup truck because Minnesota, (laughs) he goes, puts his things in and we all sit on the like front bench of the pickup truck. Okay. Like together. Together. Like on like a bench seat. On a bench seat. Yes. In the middle of nowhere. We're like, Okay. He's a very friendly man, but, but there's, so was Ted Bundy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the thing I'm thinking. Yeah. So we start to drive and he says, well, you know, we got a little bit of a drive to get to the house. I was, I was going to just get us a motel. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my no. God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my no. God. Oh my God. Oh my God. No. I'm telling you. No. Could not make the story up. I was no, going to no, get no, us no, a motel, no. but, uh, you know, the fish and derby is in town. So the, all the rooms are booked. So we're just, we're just going to go stay at, our, at my house. It's like, okay. So I literally Do you have like a cell phone. So I mean it's 2006. So like Oh, it's on the I, cusp. It's right on the cusp. I do not remember if I had a phone or if Catherine had a phone. One of us did. I think I and had, like, we a literally had at Yeah, that time. exactly. Oh, I might have still had my like I might have still had my like Nokia brick. Like Oh Lord. So one of us had our choir manager's phone number like ready to go. Yes. Um he takes us out into the woods. Like it no, did not no, seem no, 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 that there no, were no, homes no, 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 out no, there. No, 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 no. We, I'm very upset right now. <laughs> so sorry. So did Kat- you make it? Yeah. <laughs> Am I here right Are now? Are you really here? Is Spoiler. Catherine Catherine is fine. Okay. She is alive. She is married. She has right. a beautiful baby. Um, oh, so God. we get to this house. We are immediately like, well, it's too late for us to, to call anybody now. We can't, like, we're just going to have to deal with this. He says, oh, you guys are going to have the whole uh, second floor to yourselves. There's like a big loft room up there. We're like, okay, he's trying. Like, we'll give him the benefit of the doubt. We like immediately get to the house and he goes and shuts off the exterior light so that he can show us the stars because it's so pretty out. But immediately plunges us into darkness (gasps) and says, oh, look at all these stars. And we're like, no, we kind of want to go to bed. Like, let's go inside. He brings us upstairs. There are like little chocolates on our pillows. Like he has tried to be so nice. And I'm like, okay, he just is clueless. He just doesn't realize how creepy this is. Yeah. He's like an old man living alone in the woods of Minnesota. So he's like, well, I'm sure there was a newspaper on the, on the bed to like show us the goings on in his town. Like, he was a very pure like hearted human. His, he's always wanted to run a bed and breakfast. Honestly. So then he, one of them, one of the accommodations was a little like twin cot. And one of them was a queen size waterbed. It was a <laughs> wow. choice. Didn't know you went to college in 1987. Yeah, apparently. Uh, and, and well, so then he 2006 says. six in Minnesota. Yeah. yeah. It, yeah. Right. It, it might as well have been. That's correct. Yeah. Um, and then he says, well, you know, in case you're worried in the night, there's a row sword under your bed. 
and and we just kind of looked at each other like we must have misheard what just happened no no under the waterbed (laughs) there is a there is a large sword which i will have to post the photo of you have a (gasps) because i do have a photo of me holding this the sword picture yeah oh for sure episode art it's me as a college student in my pajamas holding a sword with like a giant hilt on it i'm not a scientist but sword plus waterbed equals no disaster on the second story yeah um long story long we made it through the night we uh survived it he cooked us breakfast the next morning, and by that I mean he brought us to a bagel shop. He was very cute and tried his darndest oh, to be a good host. Did you actually sleep? Because that would have been like a, no, a no, not at all. No, no, no. not at all. Um, Were you in the same room? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, there was like good. this tiny little attic room. Yeah. So when he was like, you'll have the whole second floor, it was like an attic. Yeah. But, you know, it's fine. Whatever. Again, he meant well. And then we showed up the next day, and we always did like tour bus stories. So like if you had a funny homestay, yeah. you'd get on the bus the next morning and yeah. go up to the mic and tell the story, and nobody believed us. The two of you just screamed yeah. in the <laughs> microphone for 45 <laughs> minutes. <was> a sword. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> nobody would believe us. We were like, so it was a good thing we had some some photo evidence oh because the, this poor man wow. he meant well Aww. he really did it is it's so hard to tell though right? when someone's being genuine mm-hmm. and when someone's being genuinely trying to murder right. you right yeah. and when you're like a 21 year old yeah. college student like mm-hmm. that's a little terrifying yeah yeah, yeah. wow uh, oh boy all the stories you man, had me on the edge man. of my seat there i, I was like she's definitely gonna get it. <laughs> yeah. this is my second incarnation <laughs> You were close. Yeah. 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 Luckily, I had been to Woodstock '99. Yeah. <laughs> the other me came out the clone machine. Oh gosh. So we were good. Oh man. Oh, thanks. Uh, That's a Gig Tales School Edition. Wow. Yeah. All right, ladies. That's yeah. amazing. What are we listening to? Oh my god. Ooh. Oh. Huh. Uh, I meant oh. you too. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, I, I can go. I am listening to, um, so I have an artist. I don't, Laura, I don't know if you know this mm. gentleman, Maybe. but I, in my mind, he is like the male cerebralis. <gasps> oh, I'm excited. His name is Ben Rector. Oh, I love Ben Rector. So okay, it, good. W- would you say that that's kind of <laughs> I true? could totally see that. Like similar. Yes. Very, um, sa- same style of music, mm-hmm. I would say. Piano pop stuff. Um, he's very, he's like, definitely like a nerd and embraces it and loves it. And like it's in his music and his music is clever and Mm -hmm. funny and also beautiful. Like you can be like laughing in a song and then the next song you're, you're tearing up because it's so beautiful. He's a great singer. He's puts on an awesome show. Tom and I got, um, we were down in Nashville and I, don't, I didn't realize we had gone down. It was last year. We went down. We planned a trip around seeing Jason Isbell, another show at the Ryman. And I just happened to see that Ben Rector was at the Ryman like the night before. Okay. And we didn't realize that. So we got down there. It was like, we should get tickets and go see him. And I was like a, mo- a medium fan of his. Like I listened <laughs> to his music. Like I, I don't know. Before that, um, I actually discovered him because he opened up for another band that I saw like years and years ago when he was like just starting out. So I like kind of listened to him here and there. But after seeing him, he put on, we got tickets and saw him at the Ryman and his show was so good. Mm. Um, he's such a great just storyteller. He's really great at connecting with his audience, like very real, very um, relatable kind of guy. And he's just super talented. So mm. yeah, I've been listening to a lot of 
Ben Rector. Nice. Lately. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, I'm a musical theater kid. Oh, what? kind of what I do. Yeah. Um, and so for, for the last couple of weeks, I just finished a show a week ago directing. Wow. Um, so I was listening to a lot of ABBA because we did Mamma Mia. <sighs> oh, it's so um, good. Yes. But lately I've been listening to a show called Six, um, oh. which was at the ART in Cambridge. Okay. Um, it originally was a show in England. Um, and it's about the six wives of Henry VIII. Oh. And they tell their own stories. They're like, we are only known as the wives of this woman, or of this man, rather. See, I'm just feminizing everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Girl, of, power. We're only known as these <laughs> wives, but we all have our own stories that yeah. nobody has ever let us tell before. They were human wow. people, not yeah. just wives of a man. It's really not a, not a theater show. It's really mm. like a, a concert it's okay. a 60 minute or like 70 minute show yeah. and they never leave the stage and huh. the band is on stage with them and it's all women. Mm-hmm. Um, it's incredible. And I cool. saw it in September and became immediately obsessed and I'm still listening to it in my car. Wow. Um, very feminist forward. Yeah. Like we're going to tell our own stories. Yeah. Moment. Um, it's, it's incredible. Cool. Highly recommend it. It's going to Broadway, I think in February. Nice. So thank you for that. Oh yeah. yeah. Great what about you, Terry? Cool. Oh, are we still doing this podcast? Yeah, we're here. Um, I wrote down like 47 things and I, as like I was kind of flipping through going like, what am I going to recommend? And then I realized I can recommend whatever the fuck I want on yeah. another podcast. It's your podcast. Um, before we <laughs> before we even started recording, I think before you even here, we were talking about like what makes something a genre. But we talk about that a lot. Mm-hmm. And I would say typically, like, I know you really love country music. And I would say typically I don't love country music, but mm-hmm. I really like a lot of, like, folk and Americana. And we were talking about, like, Tom Petty, and you yeah. were like, he's kind of country. Yeah, mm-hmm. if he came and I was like, today. yeah, he kind of it. Yeah. Like, it's interesting how you can kind of think of things in a different way. And although I do recommend Tom Petty, that's not what I'm here to recommend today. And I was thinking about Alison Krauss and how much mm. I love Alison Krauss. She's Krause. so good. Yeah. Well, and her like, album with Robert Plant. Mm. I Ugh. saw that. I well, went so to that Well, so Timon Burnett produced that. Yeah, he Timon did. Burnett also yes. produced Sarah Burrell's mm-hmm. last album. I went and I saw them on tour. And then that's really funny that you say that because they did a bluegrass version of Black Dog. Oh, gosh. Which was like, uh, I was like, I know they're going to do like a Zeppelin thing. I know yeah. they're going to do like a Robert Plant like of course. solo thing or whatever. Yeah. Um, and it was so good. But yeah, it's like one of the things that I would consider country that I can really get into is yeah. like certain bluegrass cool. acts as a whole. And I love her. I love her voice. It's yeah. so like pure and silvery. Like and yeah. It is. It yeah. really is. Yeah. So I recommend it. Cool. All right, everyone. Thanks. Tank is here to tell us we're done. Tank yeah. has told <laughs> us to get out. Our boss is here. <laughs> and you, our manager has it's said. Like, wrap it up, ladies. Yeah. Um, Time is up. <laughs> you know, as we always say here on Gig Tales. If you like what you hear, tell a friend. And if you don't like what you hear, tell an enemy. Bye. Bye. Keep gigging. <laughs> I'm never going to stop. <laughs>